0: It's like, no matter what you achieve, there's this nagging feeling that you need to do more to prove yourself. That when you scroll through social media, you see others and their accomplishments, and suddenly, yours seems to pale in comparison.
1: Welcome to the Christian CEO Podcast. I'm Katie Bother and I have built an impactful location independent business since 2008 with plenty of rejections, English as my third language, and lots of God's grace. Each week, we will be sharing relevant and direct advice or inspiring interviews with one intention. It's your time to go pro with your marketplace calling. Now, let's get to it. I'm Sarah,
0: and I've been working behind the scenes for about four years now. But now we feel it's time for the next generation to also start leading and sharing their voices too. So you're going to hear a lot more from me on this podcast. Today, we're diving deep into a topic that's incredibly personal to me and I'm sure to many of you as well, and that's silencing the inner imposter. So as some of you may know, not only do I work together with my mother, but I'm also still navigating the complexities of university life, juggling between exams, papers, and presentations in two languages. Now, my journey hasn't exactly been a walk in the park. I face challenges that I'm sure many of you can relate to, feeling too young to lead, questioning my worth despite winning multiple awards or comparing my journey to that of my peers and that relentless pursuit of excellence that sometimes pushes me to the brink of exhaustion. Let's dive into that first struggle that's been a constant companion on my journey and I'm sure many of yours as well. You know that pesky little voice asking am I good enough? Despite the awards despite the praise and gratitude from others that doubt still creeps in. Have you been there? It's like no matter what you achieve, there's this nagging feeling that you need to do more to prove yourself. That when you scroll through social media, you see others and their accomplishments, and suddenly yours seems to pale in comparison. Have you been there? So I started my university studies at 18 after I finished high school, which is pretty normal for the US. But in Europe, most of my classmates don't start until around 20 either due to gap years, military service, or extended high school years. So when I was joining student organizations, I often found myself grappling with the feeling of being too young to be taken seriously, let alone be elected to higher positions in student clubs. But guess what? I got elected. But even after that, that imposter syndrome still found a way to sneak in. It often whispered to me, you're too young, too inexperienced. So today, I want to take the time to share the lessons that I've learned along the way, how I've overcome some of these challenges and hopefully can shed some light on your own journey. Lesson number one, embracing authenticity. Now, this is probably one of the most crucial lessons that I've learned. I'm sure you've probably heard this word also thrown around a lot by different experts, but they do have a point because instead of trying to fit into my own preconceived ideas of what a leader should be or should do, I embraced my authentic self and built my confidence up by reassuring myself that people liked me for me. Now, by no means am I your typical Swiss university students, even though I love to be punctual, but that actually helped me stand out because by showcasing my willingness to try new things and bringing in new ideas and another perspective, I was being me. Well, my Swiss German definitely needed some work and still does. That factor, neither my young age was going to disqualify me. Actually, 1 Timothy 4.12 also reminded me that I shouldn't let others, including and especially myself, let my age hold me back. Lesson number two, celebrating small wins.
1: Are you a christ center female founder looking for a transformative 2024? Join us at our exclusive workshop where faith meets strategy and purpose meets action. Let's discover together how to align your unique in-season assignments with your five God-given senses, not just so-called smart goals, okay? Embrace your environment and cultivate the new habits that bridge the gap between where you are now to where you want to be. And that's a plan your year with such a joy, purpose, and a community that supports your Christ-centered journey. Here's the thing, spaces are limited, so reserve your spot today and step into your most vibrant, aligned 2024.
0: Another valuable lesson for me, and something that I'm currently still working on, is the importance of celebrating those small wins. Now, I don't know about you, but when I complete a project, whether it's giving a presentation, editing a podcast episode, or currently decorating the flat for Christmas, I tend to dive straight into the next thing um, because it just means I've ticked another thing off of my to-do list. Now, doing this means that I don't take the time to recognize what I've just accomplished or finished, which also means that it gives space for that inner voice to come back and tell myself that perhaps it wasn't a good enough job. Yeah, it could have been a good job, but I need to do better the next time. Now, this small inner voice I'm sure nags many of you as well. And here's something that I've learned to do instead. Rather, I take those five minutes after I finish a task and I either maybe give myself a job well done or if I get positive feedback, I let it sit in my thoughts for a while as I reflect upon it so that the next time when I receive a new task or maybe something similar, it's not, I need to do better. I need to top this, it's rather, I did a good job last time, so what could I do to keep doing well, and maybe what could I improve to make it even better? So this way, instead of nagging on myself that it wasn't good enough the last time, it's more about how to improve for the future. Do you see the difference? Lesson 3. Seeking mentorship. Now, many people will tell you that you can't do it all on your own, and they're right. (laughs) Overcoming imposter syndrome often involves seeking guidance from those who have walked similar paths. or but in the place you are now. I've been blessed to have mentors in different parts and times of my life who've helped me to gain insight and wisdom to help navigate these challenges. They would remind me to stop beating myself up and that a lot of times these fears and doubts are actually coming from myself. At the end of the day, we actually are our own worst enemies. And I think one of the best pieces of advice I got when asking an upperclassman at university for their thoughts on how to be a good leader, was the following. He told me that I should stop getting inside my own head and recognize that actually everyone is doubting themselves, so they're not thinking about you. So you need to stop trying to fit in the mold of what you think you should be doing. Rather, just do it. As you may have noticed in these lessons, one of the most powerful things that I do to silence that inner imposter is to adjust how I think about myself and the way that I talk to myself. Now, this doesn't happen overnight, and don't get me wrong, while I've come a long way, that inner voice definitely pops up every now and then, but I do have more coping mechanisms and strategies to silence it. So here are a few of the strategies that I use, and I hope that perhaps they can help you too. Strategy number one, saving compliments and positive feedback. A few years ago, I attended a leadership conference for university students, and they had this wall where everyone had an envelope with their name and photo on it. So throughout the conference, you could leave sticky notes with compliments, positive affirmations, or words of encouragement so that when they went home, they took the envelope with them and got to read it. I actually still have my envelope, and I've also started saving some of the emails that my professors have sent me. And I also write down in a notebook the encouraging words or positive feedback that I've received from my peers. This way, whenever I'm feeling stressed and that inner voice is coming back out, I have something to go back to and it's never failed to help lift my spirits. Strategy number two, positive affirmations and Bible verses. Now, as a bookworm, I've saved, highlighted, and written down a plethora of quotes, many of which I've been inspired by, either from fictional heroines or real life people. Now, I generally keep all of these sticky notes scattered around my desk or on the back of my bedroom wall with all of these quotes and uplifting Bible verses to remind myself of who I am in Christ, Mighty daughter of God, and also give myself a pep talk with some inspiring lines. At the moment, one of my favorite Bible verses is Second Corinthians twelve nine. But he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. For me, this Bible verse is a perfect illustration of how whenever I get that inner nagging voice, you know, that imposter syndrome coming back up to remind me, you know, hey, I'm not good enough. I'm not experienced enough. I don't know enough about this topic to be giving a presentation on it. God knows all of that. He sees that. But he's here for us so that we can rely on him so that we can shine his light to the world. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you with this. You're not alone in your journey. Whether you're a university student, an entrepreneur, or maybe a combination of both. That inner imposter might knock down on that door, but you have the power to silence it. Embrace your uniqueness, celebrate your achievements, and remember you were more than good enough. So I want to say thank you for being a part of our 12-day Inner Clarity podcast series. And if you found value in today's episode, share it with fellow entrepreneurs and friends who might resonate with this. Until next time, remember, you've got this.